Terraform Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Kristen. I'm Aaron. This is Donnie. And, and we're, we're here, here to, to make, make the, the world, world a creepier, creepier place. place. All right, y'all. The time has come for Aliens Part 2. As we said last time, we had a lot of material to cover, and it has come around to my turn again. So we're going to hop on that alien train right now. I'm going to read a uh, famous UFO incident from someone named Travis Walton. You may have heard of this. I believe it was uh, Brad who wrote in a UFO story on our last episode who uh, suggested I look into this case. I am reading this from Wikipedia. (laughs) The Travis Walton UFO incident was an alleged alien abduction of American forestry worker Travis Walton by a UFO on November 5, 1975, while he was working in the Apache Sitgreaves National Forest near Snowflake, Arizona. Walton was missing for five days and six hours. After days of searching with scent dogs and helicopters, Walton says he reappeared by the side of the road near Heber, Arizona. Or Heber, one of those. Heber? Huber, Heber, Arizona. No, H-E-B-E-R. Herber. No, there's no R. Never mind. The Walton case received mainstream publicity and remains one of the best-known alien abduction stories, while scientific skeptics consider it a hoax. In 1978, Walton wrote a book about his purported abduction titled The Walton Experience, which was adapted into the 1993 film Fire in the Sky. According to Walton and a number of other members from the logging crew, on November 5th, 1975, he was working with the timber sand improvement crew in the Apache Sitgreaves National Forest while riding in a truck with six of his co-workers. They allegedly encountered a saucer-shaped object hovering over the ground approximately 110 feet away, making a high-pitched buzz. Walton claims that after he left the truck and approached the object, a beam of light suddenly appeared from the craft and knocked him unconscious. The other six men were frightened and supposedly drove away. Dang, they just ditched him? (laughs) Walton claimed that he awoke in a hospital-like room, being observed by three short, bald creatures. He claimed that he fought with them until a human wearing a helmet led Walton to another room where he blacked out as three other humans put a clear plastic mask over his face. Walton has claimed he remembers nothing else until he found himself walking along a highway five days later with the flying saucer departing from above him. Spooky. Mm. Something's in the watering hole. (laughs) We just just watched a video on this guy. Yeah, we did. Did you remember? Yeah, we did. Oh, well, give us some insight. Is there anything else that Wikipedia didn't have? They remember? They mentioned that some government agency, maybe like the FBI or something. Men in Black. They (laughs) came to investigate the site. I don't know if it's true since it wasn't in that story, but they said they came out with the Geiger... Oh, well, yeah. They came out with the Geiger counter thing, the radio radiation thing that picks up radiation levels. Uh-huh. 
and they went through the whole area where they said he went missing, if this is the same guy. It is. And uh, they didn't have any spikes on the radiation meter. Well, the I think the guys that were working with him left their equipment there or whatever. His hard hat. The hard hat and whatnot. And uh, they checked his hard hat and it set off the, the Geiger counter. I think that's how you say it. So there was radiation on his hard hat, and oh wow! So I don't know what that means extraterrestrial wise, but it means the beam is um, radioactive. Could be yeah. they could be their spaceships could be radioactive. Yeah. Uh, ran because um, after he disappeared, all his friends went to the police to report it, but they were all freaking out, and they admit it to seeing a UFO, but of course the police aren't buying it. So they suspect him of possibly murdering him. So that's why they went out to go search for him. And oh, then wow. there was these like men in black FBI people. And then once they tested the hard hat and it went off, one of the guys, the suspects, went to go speak to the police about it. And the cops said that they were a part of them. And that they were gone by the time he went to go tell the police. What? So they must have heard about it and yeah. want to go find if there's any Area 51 kind of evidence that they could use. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. A lot of um, alien stories seem to have like government involved. Yeah. 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 Like immediate. Why are they yeah. trying to hide it so much? What's going on there? Yeah. But I don't know about y'all, but like alien abductions seem like one of the most terrifying things <laughs> that yeah. could happen to you. You just like wake up in a hospital-like Which, environment with creatures yeah. hovering over you, Different poking species. and prodding. I think it'd be kind of cool. No, it sounds horrifying. What if they like do the whole anesthesia thing like that one episode we talked about? Oh, the, But you can feel it yeah, and remember it. it. Yeah. <laughs> that was part one, aliens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> Part one aliens. Yeah, Talk about if anesthesia. It's, if it's hurting, then yeah. But if I'm pretty, I've, I feel like they would have some sort of numbing agent better than us. So I feel like. But that doesn't work for me because they're in here. <laughs> yeah. Same reason I can remember seeing yeah. them. <laughs> but also, what makes this abduction story, I guess, credible? All the guys that were oh, yeah. deemed as suspects ended up taking a lie detector test, and they all passed. And all told the same story. Well, four out of the five guys came back... Uh, like, passed? Yeah, passed, where there wasn't anything like where, that they were lying about. Mm-hmm. But the fifth guy, I believe, was inconclusive. Yeah. But it's still four out of five guys passed, you know? It's, so that's kind of like where the credibility comes in at. Yeah. Because yeah. so many of them... And uh, inconclusive doesn't necessarily mean it failed either, so... Yeah. yeah. He was just nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Popped a bunch of pillies before he sat in that chair. <laughs> Calmed him down. <laughs> but he's alive, and they found him, and they didn't get charged for murder. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the topics that we wanted to look back on from the first episode was uh, about how... 2020, the government kind of whispered that aliens, you know, might might just exist. And so we said we we're going to look further into that. So I found an article. All right. So the, this is from USA Today. So you know it's real. Yeah. 
In 2020, anything's possible. New government intelligence might prove alien life is too. And let's face it, if they're coming, 2020 is the perfect year for them to arrive, since it has piled one unlikely event on top of another. Um, I'm not saying that it's aliens, but it's aliens. That's the tagline of the famous oh. internet meme based on... Giorgio Siculo. History Channel show. I know what the guy oh, looks like. I, I just can't yeah. say his the name. name. Yeah. yeah. Alien. Siculo? It's probably uh, Greek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giorgio Siculos? Um... But now it seems to be the official United States government's line, too. Just this past week came the latest slow-roll disclosure about UFOs and aliens in the New York Times, which, in the words of tech blog Gizmaru, casually drops another story about how aliens are probably real. There are even reports that the Pentagon has obtained vehicles or parts of vehicles not made on this earth. Though former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid was either misquoted confirming the story or walked back his comments to that effect later. Which again goes back to, why are they always trying to hide it? <laughs> Panic. Well, that's hysteria. what everybody says, oh, mass yeah, hysteria. That's what but they always try to say, yeah. Because then there would be no reason for us not to overthrow the government. Which we're not, we don't want to do <laughs> at all. I'm old enough to remember when speculation about UFOs was limited to the fringe and when respectable figures and publications wouldn't touch it. But a few months ago, the Navy released UFO videos. And since then, more stories keep appearing, suggesting at the very least that the United States government is taking the possibility of aliens visiting Earth a lot more seriously than has been the case in the past. Well, maybe there's something here and maybe there's not. It wouldn't shock me to find that our vast universe harbors other intelligent life, nor would it surprise me to find that just because we don't know how to travel between the stars yet, that others haven't figured it out. Scroll down a little further here, see if there's anything else interesting in here. Because I swear there's this one part that scared me when I was looking over this earlier. <laughs> you should week. have like highlighted the... I know, I just linked the article. <laughs> Basically, there was a part that uh, someone who's like an expert in the field or whatever um, said that if aliens were to invade, that... We wouldn't stand a chance. Something along those lines that that they, they would be looking for violence or something like that because... Basically, the only aliens that would be interested in us are ones that would be ones that could survive on our planet, so like another oxygen-based planet, and that they would look at us probably as prey, and that they would be mm-hmm. predators, and oh, probably a lot better at it than we are. Probably, they made it to our planet. Yeah, yeah. We're screwed. Or they could be like, you know, peace-loving aliens who just want to spread their technology mm-hmm. and help or- other planets. Well, I doubt that. With that, it could be like the colonizers. They come to help the natives, but you saw how that turned out. <laughs> they just spread their diseases and <laughs> kill 80% of our population. <laughs> and take over their property, <laughs> their land. Oh, look, I found that part. 
Oh, We're done go. after the discussion. Greg Easterbrook noted in The Atlantic a while back in 1988 uh, something that's troubling. His quote is, The most disquieting aspect of natural selection as observed on Earth is that it channels intellect to predators. Most bright animals are carnivores. Stalking requires tactics, pattern recognition, and for social animals, coordinated action, all incubators all incubators of brain power <laughs> and violence. And violence. <laughs> we can, of course, hope that a sufficiently advanced alien civilization might have evolved past violence, though the evidence that our civilization is doing so is not entirely compelling. Uh, probably, and this is end quote, by the way. Probably the best we can hope for if aliens are visiting Earth is that they are studying us. And a lot of the encounters may be explained by what some of my science fiction writer friends call the graduate student hypothesis. We are being studied, but as on Earth. The big shot scientists leave most of the grubby field work to grad students who occasionally get bored or drunk and decide to have a little fun spooking the natives. Which lines up with Aaron saying, party aliens. (laughs) All of like the alien abductions and like terrorizing people is just like party aliens yeah like, like teenagers or something aliens. yeah they're doing a science project like, yeah they gotta get that thesis going <laughs> that kind of lightens it a little bit even though it's still traumatizing it's kind of funny hopefully that's the case because <laughs> what would they look like yeah they're probably very frightening yeah <gasps> Every description I've ever heard has been frightening, even though they're all different. So, well, I guess I can move on to my what you found research. Uh, please do so. So I know we mentioned the uh, green lights in the sky, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and we went over how. I think asteroids or whatever can become that color when they're burning up in the atmosphere, depending on what they're made out of. Mm-hmm. Well, I found on the wiki, there's something called green fireballs. Hey, I found that too. <laughs> <laughs> they are a type of unidentified flying object, which is a UFO that has been reported since the early 1950s. And they're primarily, the early sightings are primarily in the southwestern United States particularly New Mexico. Um, Although some ufologists and ufology organizations consider (laughs) green fireballs to be of artificial extraterrestrial origin, mainstream non-pseudoscientific explanations have been provided, including natural bolides. Never heard of them. uh, Just some of the... um, Non-pseudo-scientific explanations include sequelae of atomic weapon tests, including clouds of nuclear fallout, lunar material ejected... We're probably going to see a lot of that soon. (laughs) Lunar material ejected from meteor impacts on the moon's surface, which is kind of, you know, the same. Mm -hmm. And secret... And aircraft associated with secret military projects. I mean, the Simpsons predicted something again. It could be just the asteroids burning up. Just depends what material they're made out of. It could be a military. 
I even I even looked up like because I was reading that same thing, and I was thinking of uh, someone who had who had sent a thing. I think it was Josh Arnold sent in the thing about the meteor going in a zigzag, and or the UFO going in a zigzag. We're like, could that be a meteor going zigzag? And if you look that up, there's other people who have seen that, and then there's like guesses about like how a meteor might do that but nothing's like for sure and there is uh, that is also mentioned a lot within like the uh, alien subreddits out there hey josh mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you remember what year it was when you moved in with albert and saw this i saw yours i want to say like 2010-ish. Yeah, it'd either be 2010 or 2011. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I looked up some sightings for the area, and there's two different ones that I found, and one's from 2012, one's from 2013, so it's probably not the same thing. How long... Was it less than a year or was it a yeah. whole year? It was less than a year. Oh, okay. Shoot. <clears throat> so this is in that area. Still, this could line up with Andy's story. Yeah. Because Andy wasn't sure the exact time, but she said anywhere from 2010 to 2013. So. Hmm. Or so, your mom's. Or your chickens. mom's. Yeah. And they never found anyone on, on so There's a lot of the alien radio. activity between 2010 and <laughs> yeah, 2013. Really? So this guy's... <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's where we lived before. It's not where we are now. I think the cat's out of the bag with that one, though. <laughs> no, it's not. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. What's your favorite scary? I guess movie? we could just like beef it or something. I don't Wait, know. Wait, because didn't we mention that with the fair? We mentioned fairgrounds, but we, oh, didn't, we didn't say. say I don't think we even said. But this guy wrote in on this UFO stalker website. It's uh. The detailed description is, my brother and I had just sat on the bench in my front yard last night, July 26, 2012, around 9 p.m. After just a few minutes, we happened to both see a light appear and go out towards the east. I live in Wesley, Texas, and we were facing east toward Houston. It seemed to be over Chapel Hill, maybe closer. We continued to watch but did not see it again. The light was only visible for about a second or two, so we were fortunate to spot it. The light was amber-colored or a light orange and appeared to be sweeping the underside of the object. I decided to see if my front gate security DVR picked it up, and indeed it did, barely. The attached WMV shows the light appear, so he caught it on camera. Um... And then he says the timestamp is wrong in the video. The time was actually around 9.09 p.m. on July 26. Uh, It was just about due east from my house in Wesley, so it was over southeast Brenham, Blue Bonnet Hill subdivision, or Chapel Hill. I don't believe it was any further away than that. This is the one from 2013. This is my fourth sighting in the same area in the last three years. So that goes to 2010. Ah... I was coming home from a hunting trip eastbound on 290 at 36. I was looking for them. I have seen hovering pulsating orbs in pairs of threes threes several times coming and going to my ranch 
coming from Houston, so I've been keeping an eye out. I saw two orbs, one close and bright, just south of the Walmart. The other was lower and further away. The second was lower than the CLLC one. Lower than the first one. (laughs) I pulled into the left turn lane and got my phone. I was too slow. By the time I got my camera up the first (laughs) (laughs) you had to burn yeah it wouldn't come out the first orb pulsated and went super bright then (laughs) where the orb was now hovered a black triangle with a light on each point it moved effortlessly effortlessly east to west directly over me and gone i was able to catch three images of the second of the second stationary one, I got my picks in traffic behind me, made me move on. This was my f- what? This was the fourth or fifth time I have seen them. October twelfth, I saw three orbs. One flashed out in a triangle, flew directly over my farmhouse, helicopter altitude, but totally silent. I have seen them over the Walmart three times before the first like time <laughs> I was in wonder the second third and on I felt extremely cur- extreme curiosity and a drive to know what I was looking at no fear or negative feelings seems that triangles are a common thing with alien sightings too or UFO yeah. sightings and a triangle say. or a saucer yeah and those yeah. are pretty descriptive yeah hmm. credible maybe, maybe. 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 Interesting. Let's see. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that thing hit my ear, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trading places. I looked. I also looked up the government testing EMPs on the public. I couldn't find anything, so it's probably not declassified yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real. It's gotta be. They have to. Because um, remember when we hung out at Jacob's house nearly two years ago? Uh, before we went to go to the beach and um, we were drinking so you know you gotta pee a lot so I went to go pee in the grass by the camper and I saw a burning like shooting star looking thing but it lasted so long and I was like oh my god it's an alien (laughs) you're drinking Um, but it turned out that multiple people seen it and they think it's like it was either some kind of Russian missile thing or, I don't know, something military related, I think. Or could be some satellite. I don't remember. It's nearly two years ago. <laughs> Debris burning up. <laughs> yeah. So I asked my mom about any UFO type sightings they've had. And she told me that her and my dad, she's probably going to get mad at me because she always gets on to me saying that I don't tell it fully or whatnot. Correctly. Correctly. And I need to write literally everything that comes out of her mouth down. But she talks like 100 miles an hour. She wants it word for word. Trying to type as fast as I can. I'm skipping words, trying to keep up with where she's Next time you should like voice recorder. Voice recorder and play it. (laughs) Okay. So she said... Her and my dad saw something in the sky at night glowing, going across the sky, but they were told it was a satellite that broke loose in space 
No, they were told it was a satellite that broke off and was going through the sky and that multiple people saw it. It was something that broke loose in space, red glow, sparkly, like you could touch it, but couldn't because it was so far away. That was like word for word for what she said. <laughs> so she said it looked close, but then like yeah, far it wasn't away. close. Yeah. Yeah, she said it looked like you couldn't touch it, but of course it was too far away. And it was sparkly and red. I guess like she could really see details or something, which made it seem like it was closer than it was. I guess so. I'm welcome. Well, that's kind of how my mom explained it too to me, like. Whatever it was, it was like kind of sparkly, and I think she said it was pretty low, and she almost like you could touch it, but then like she wasn't exactly sure how <laughs> far up it was. Interesting. <laughs> and then she said that there was something something hovering by the window that was an oblong shape, and then she said that in the late '80s, early '90s, worldwide orange sparkly. <laughs> That's all I got from that. So apparently something orange and sparkly in the late 80s, early 90s. She gonna get on to you. She's like, (laughs) boy, that is so off. That was seen worldwide. And I could probably search it up and find it, but I did try and I couldn't find anything. Wasn't there a meteor that landed? I know there was Haley's comment, but that was like in the late 90s. Oh, okay. I believe. Like... Later 90s? I can't, I don't know. I can't, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so then she also said that one time they were driving and a white ball came out of the sky and almost hit the truck, then bounced back up and went into the sky. And that was the last thing I got from her. Mm. Wait, so that one, you said like there's an oblong shape hovering outside the window, like her window, like yeah. at her house? Yeah, at the house. Like it was in their yard, basically? Well, she just said it was like outside the window, so I don't know if it was like... She was just looking out the window? Yeah, or which like... window it was. It's just a little too close for comfort. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> Haley's comment. I just saw Haley's comment. Oh, yeah, so it, yeah, I guess it could have been Haley's comment because it says the last time it was seen was 1986. <laughs> Yeah. So that could have been. What does it look like when it's in? I'm asking all these questions, you just found that information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's our Donnie. Come Three. on. Uh, colors Haley's comment color? red. Red. Oh. A primarily prime preliminary Robot. analysis of the first spectroscopic observations of Haley's comet indicates that the surface of the comet's icy body is very red in color. Icy. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum, red rum, red rum. Red rum. <laughs> Come uh, and play with this, Donnie. Just to, <laughs> just to go over a couple things with uh, redheads to confirm my suspicions. They do need about 20% more anesthesia to be sedated. So I think the aliens were about 20% short. <laughs> <laughs> they, they also need more local topical anesthetics such as lidocaine or novocaine, which is why many redheads have a fear of dentists. I didn't know which that. Which he does. Terrified. terrified. Why would you scared Because it hurts, boys. They don't be giving me enough stuff. <laughs> like, we numbed you. I'm like, ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, they need lower doses of pain and a j- a- a- anal? Anal <laughs> gestation. <laughs> 
off the booty hole. Yeah, Y'all like it in the rec? They need less anal, guys. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they easily detect changes in hot and cold temperatures. Mm-hmm. She can attest to that. And they may be less sensitive to electric shock, needle pricks, and stinging pain on the skin. I don't know. You're always talking so about something bitchy now, and your skin's always irritated. So now we're going to have an off episode of just testing these theories on Josh. Oh. Live stream. Live stream. Look, if we can hit 100 followers, okay? Yes, on Facebook. On Facebook. Then we will live stream and we will... Uh, no, I'm not committing to that. <laughs> you insane. No, we need... We need I'll do anal on air. No. no. 100 likes on Facebook. We'll probe Josh. <laughs> we'll probe Josh. We'll do a test probe on me, and then we'll try to find out like how the aliens... like What, what does that benefit them? That's something we need to look up. Why do, why do aliens well, like probing people? They're freaky. Well, that was one thing that somebody was saying, that if aliens are like a higher life form, what benefit would they have from probing humans, you know? Cause yeah. Just for fun. So they're, they're like, well, they, they probably alien. don't abduct humans and probe them or whatever. You know, just to learn more about the universe and other living organisms. Yeah, Ooh. but you would think that they, they, just they mess came with from something like us. You know, maybe from some sort of world war in maybe the nuclear holocaust and um, all the radioactivity either made some ghouls and some have big brains. This isn't Fallout. Uh. Yeah, you NPC. <laughs> yeah. All lagging over there. <laughs> Should we look over any YouTube comments? Go on ahead. Yeah, go on. If we got them. Boom, boom, boom. Anybody... Commenting, make yeah, sure you I know, go over. I know we missed some from last last video. Anybody watching this, uh, go ahead and scroll down on the YouTube comments. Sorry, audio listeners, this is for our uh, visual uh, listeners uh, only because you don't have the comment section. I don't think, but uh, go ahead, scroll down just like one or two scrolls until you reach the thing that says comment dot dot dot, and then go ahead and type something out so we can have some interaction with y'all. Or if you would like your story to be featured on our podcast, please email us at terrorformpodcast at gmail.com. Which reminds me, we have a story that someone actually sent into the email. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And, and I forgot to read it last time, but now we can read it this time. <laughs> but uh, we have a comment on the cold touch uh, from Michelle Tinti. Michelle Sanchez, she says, she's commenting on Kristen's uh, haunted house she grew up in. She says, the upstairs bedroom and the stairs freaked me out. I always felt something behind me to the point I always refused to look back. Also, the room at the end of the hall scared the hell out of me. Yeah, well, that's the room I said that I thought that y'all had found bones in the closet, so that would make sense. Oh, but yeah. I also felt the same way about the upstairs and the stairway. It's I did like, not like it. all the walkways are narrow, so it really like kind of like boxes you in, makes you feel paranoid too. Yeah. So the house is spooky. 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 Uh, we have a comment from. Prophet Giratina. 
that person on the woman in white episode. <laughs> um, and he says, I don't know why, but the woman in white reminds me of the following. Look up ghost weddings. It's not what you think. Does anyone want to look up ghost weddings? Should we give them the satisfaction? You can't get me Is that an R34? Huh? Is that an R34? What? What? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Someone else. Chinese ghost marriage? (laughs) What is it? Ghost weddings. Is that what it is? I mean, it kind of probably is the same thing. If this is what he's talking about, it says in Chinese tradition, a ghost marriage is a marriage in which one or both parties are deceased. Other forms of ghost marriages are practiced worldwide, notably in France since 1959. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's why he's thinking like woman in white. It, it's, it reminds him of like getting married after you already did. Yeah. <laughs> so what's says, the? Do what? Go on. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's a it's called a posthumous marriage. Posthumous. Posthumous, <laughs> and uh, that is nuptials. In nuptials. Wi- nuptials <laughs> in which one or both members. Of the, I've heard these words, but I've never seen, never seen, seen them. Seen <laughs> in which one or both members of the couple are dead is an established practice in China, Japan, Sudan, Sudan. France, and even the United States among members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So if you want to perform necrophilia, go ahead and transfer over to some of these uh, cultures, maybe. Oh, that guy. Because it says one or both parties. One or both. Oh, one or yeah. Both. So if you're into some dead people, maybe, maybe you won't be as shamed as you thought. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Have y'all seen that TikTok? Oh, oh. Yes, yes. Oh. With the little boy milking the cow. Yes. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a penis. It's a penis. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a penis. <laughs> uh, Misty, uh, Kristen's sister, commented on the Woman in White episode as well and says people who aren't watching via YouTube are missing out. Me over here making Steve ask me if I'm okay because I'm cracking up trying to figure out if Donnie has two different cups or is he twisting it around every time he takes a drink. Heck yeah. I did the same thing when I was editing the video. I was like, does he have two cups? I'm glad people are noticing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Christopher Holt says on our Chicken Tinder Poltergeist trailer. Uh, Stay tuned. Wait, it's going to be out already. It'll be out by the time y'all see this. Uh, Y'all make a guy crack up and give me nightmares all at the same time. Can't wait for the vid to drop. Thank you, Chris. That's our our, uh, goal Our main supporter. Yeah, I can't leave y'all too much in despair. Yeah. Gotta... Light things a up. Bit. Can't have that much suspense on y'all. But show. And then I guess let's go on over to that email. Go on over to the email. Checking out a book. Check it in. Check it out. Gonna say hi to the milky dictionary. Checking out a book. Check it in. Check it out. This is an email from Latricia McKeska. 
Latricia. <laughs> Trissy. <laughs> this from Trissy. She says, hey, y'all, the house I live in on beep was built in 1910. My kids swear it's haunted. I never experienced much of anything. I did see some shadows and did get up to investigate a couple of times or noises thinking the kids had come by. This is the second time that I've lived in this house. The first time was back in 1993 to 96. So I have always dismissed anything the kids said, mainly Chelsea. Until one night, I was home alone. It was still a duplex at this time. I had not opened it up to one big home. All of my kids had keys and would come and go as they pleased. I was in bed watching TV, and the bedroom door opened and closed, and then the bathroom door did the same. At this point, I didn't think anything of it. I saw them in my peripheral vision, and I kept waiting for them to come out, because I had to go to the bathroom, and I was starting to get impatient. Finally, I went and I beat on the door, asking them, what the beep are you doing in there? No response. I pulled on the door, but it was locked. So I sat back on the bed, and I waited a little longer. I started getting pissed, because I really had to go now. So I go back to the bathroom door and beat on it and tell them to at least unlock the door. Nothing. So I grab the doorknob and I'm getting ready to pull it and I pull it and it opens. I almost hit myself with the door because I wasn't expecting it to open. I step in and I ask, what the heck are you doing? But no one is in there. I pull back the shower curtain because I figure they're hiding in there trying to scare me. Nothing. I open the bottom cabinet. Nothing. Then the top cabinet. <laughs> Nothing. Now I'm starting to feel uneasy because the only window in there has been sealed up and plastered over, and only a small piece at the top is made to look like a small window. It does not open. I start getting scared because I know that someone went in there. I started going through the rest of the house, turning on all the lights. I was asking, who's there? Who's there? With no answer. I checked the doors, and they were both locked. Now I'm starting to get spooked. I call Chelsea, and I ask her if she was just in the house, and she says, nope. So, I talk her into coming over and sitting with me, because this grown-ass woman is now <laughs> scared for the first time because of ghost. She still laughs because she thinks I should believe her now. That is the only time I truly got scared. Chelsea has many stories, especially in our house on Day Street. On beep. <laughs> <laughs> them ghosts always tricking you into thinking they're your kids Boy. we gotta get in contact with this Chelsea whoever that may be whoever this Chelsea. turn out to be <laughs> whoever this Chelsea is so so make sure you email the Terrorformpodcast at gmail.com. Send us in your story. Send your story. You can even send a voice memo, and voice we may, if it sounds okay, we'll play it, you know? Uh, Andy Law commented on a Facebook post of ours saying she has seen the woman in white at her work. She still gets chills thinking about it. Uh, our respondent said we need to get the details one day. She said, anytime. 
So we need to contact Andy about that. Well, I know I am supposed to go interview type style Kenny, her husband, right. and his right. mother about some childhood home, I believe. So I right. guess I could get that when I go over there. I need to get with her on that when, when I can do that. So that also means go ahead and head over to the Terraform Podcast Facebook page. Give us a like. Give, give us, us a, a like. follow. Give yeah. us a comment. We're so comment. close to 100. We are very close. Let's so make 100 close. and we'll probe Josh. The show. <laughs> I will get probed live on air. We will live stream it by. Instagram. Any Instagram artist. The Terraform Podcast Instagram. Aaron has a drawing for this Alien oh Part 2 episode. Ugh. You see that Centipedal. crawling down? Ugh. Crawling down your block at night. What you gonna do? Don't eat you. I don't know how I pulled it twice, but I pulled that off. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> Them nerves, bye. <laughs> it's been done before, according to the government. <laughs> don't kill me. Please don't, please I want to go out on my own terms. <laughs> well, does that about wrap her up? Anyone have anything else? Should I talk about the Stardust Ranch? Oh yeah, Stardust Ranch. Ooh, Quick. Aliens if Part is Three on the market. Nah. If anyone's on the market for a house, go to Arizona. If you have five million dollars and you want to buy, I think it's a about ten acre ranch. <laughs> It's got aliens what? on it. Ten acres ain't a Interested. ranch. Well, it's called Stardust Ranch. And when I tried looking they must have it sold up, it off or something. I kept getting brothels. Oh, boy. Might have to but do that's in Nevada. <laughs> and I need to look in Arizona. But this is the guy I mentioned in part one that killed these greys. And it turns out he claims that he has killed 18 of these greys with a samurai sword. And he says once he, he kills them, is there they a evaporate. <laughs> is there a reason why he chose the samurai sword Who knows? specifically? Yeah. Who knows? He likes that close contact. Well, maybe he doesn't want to like destroy his house with a gun because they're like inside his house. So he might Makes be sense. holes in the wall. I'd have all sorts of holes in my wall. You know, yep, that was this one. That yeah. was this one. He came over running this way. I blasted. <laughs> I'd be like, now this boy just crazy. Pinholes. <laughs> his house. But yeah, it's apparently a horse ranch where like they rescue horses. But where was uh, this located? Arizona. Ah, uh, so that's the same as Walton. Yeah. The abduction thing. I also West. looked it up, and it has oceanfront property. Shut up. <laughs> really? <laughs> Josh is interested. I'm interested in that. And this dude claims, or his wife says, it touches her. Touches Inappropriately. her. Inappropriately. Oh. The alien? Yeah. The They're grace. known to do that. Or a doppelganger. Or a doppelganger. Well, there's apparently little gray men at this place, and he kills them. Because isn't that their pure form? Oh yeah, the doppelgangers are gray. Remember? Yeah, yeah, but are they little? No. Are they cosmic? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. But I think that's enough on the Stardust Ranch. If you're interested, much. five they got a million pool. dollars. Five million dollars. They got a pool. Cool. cool. They've got a five pool. Million. They don't have an ocean, but they have a million. pool. Oh. Next and aliens. Thing. If you're lonely, 
they might cuddle up with you. Yeah. <laughs> Ask nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Always well, consent. <laughs> I guess if nobody else has anything. No. no. Guess all y'all stay spooky out there, you hear? Stay spooky, bye. Stay, stay spooky. spooky. Bye. Spooky. Bye. Bye. Cut that. I was gonna stay. You sounded so like scared. <laughs> She's being held hostage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it the final. <laughs> <laughs>